0: All right. It is Saturday. April is here. We have been rocking and rolling here on a mental health break, and I am very excited to reconnect with someone I met over 10 years ago when I was a student at UT. He's been following his dreams with music and writing, and now he's ready to share his mental health journey. So let me preview his story a bit. But Brian Davis, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's great to see
1: you. Yes, sir. It's good to see you as well, bro. Thanks for having me. I really love what you've been doing. Um. With your uh, voice and your story um, using that platform to uh, kind of uplift the community with um, mental health and um, things of that nature it's really awesome bro
0: i appreciate it man well let me preview brian's story before we bring him back on today and he has seen the struggles and lack of resources in the community which shaped his vision to further his education at st john's he wanted to understand why people do what they do what triggers certain behaviors how people cope with hardship and loss, and most importantly, how to heal. His education has allowed him to flourish in the customer service industry for many Fortune 500 companies for the past decade. But during the global pandemic we all faced in 2020, he started a group on the Clubhouse platform called Wellness Check, where up to 2,000 members would meet on a weekly basis to vent and support each other, especially as we transition back to reality after the lockdown. This group consisting of psychologists, mental health counselors, artists, influencers, and everyone in between serves as a sample size of what he will accomplish with more tools and resources as he continues to grow. I got to ask Brian, before we hop into this here, what led you to start this plat- uh, use clubhouse? I know that's such a good use of resources as free resource. Everybody's home. They're on this app. What led you to create this?
1: What actually happened with that is, um, with a lot, you know, with COVID and everything being shut down, um, I was kind of uh, forced to, I don't want to say forced to, but that was just a resource that was available for me um, to connect with other people. And unfortunately, at the time, one of my friends actually committed suicide. And so oh, that yeah. really, yeah, that's really um, what kind of triggered me to, um, you know, get into that space of trying to bring the awareness of mental health, like how it was important, how, you know, it's a devastating feeling. But, um, it's just how important mental health is and and also, it's like somebody could be successful, you just never really know what they're dealing with um you know, behind closed doors so that's that's another thing that i um you know was starting to think about
0: It's a perfect point. I mean, you could even look at guys like Robin Williams, someone who's always smiling, always doing everything on t v doing a million movies, always seems to be happy. But sometimes you learn that the one who smiles isn't always the happiest. That's a great point right there. And be sure, everyone, to stick around to the halfway point for this week's Spotlight story. I mentioned how Brian's been doing his thing in music. We're going to talk about an article about how music does improve your mental health. Creativity is huge. I can attest to that. My form is writing. Brian's already starting to write a book behind the scenes. So we have a future writing with authors episode headed your way. But everyone who's tuning in. Thank you very much for stopping by A Mental Health Break, the podcast that normalizes the conversation around mental health. This is going to be a great show ahead. If it's your first time with us, this is the platform where I sit down with mental health advocates and professionals from all over the world each week since January 2020 to help you on your journey. You never know which journey and story will resonate with you most. We'll learn Brian's why today and of course my why came after suffering a traumatic brain injury, but We heard a little bit about what he's up to now on this Wellness Check app, but let's talk about this mental health journey a bit, Brian.
1: At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. Reaching out for support and asking for a little extra help can be overwhelming, but everyone deserves a safe space to heal. We're so honored to be that space for Florida residents. If you want to learn more about our services or you'd like to set up a free consultation with one of our clinicians, you can call or text us at 813- 520-2807. 520-2807. We're looking forward to growing with you. Really, it started uh I guess when I was, you know, growing up in the Bronx. Um, you know, I was exposed to a lap at a young age. And um I you know, just being in New York City alone, you know, they call it the uh concrete jungle. So it's a beast in itself, which I, you know, I'm sure you and you know, you know about that. But um so fast forward to when I moved to Tampa, um uh, around the time I met you. Uh, I was faced with some challenges that ultimately slowed me down, um, you know, to do a lot of learning and reflecting on my life. Uh, While I was in St. John's, I did major in psychology, and um, I also had some experience for going to therapy. So I already had um, established a foundation uh, to build off of. And then, um, you know, I started to realize that I had to learn. I'm sorry. I had to unlearn a lot of things that I learned to survive growing up, uh, which is easier said than done. And um, it could also take a whole lifetime, you know, depending on certain factors. So like I was saying a little bit before, um, you know, a few of my friends, they, you know, unfortunately committed suicide, um, which is a feeling that's, you know, it's a bad feeling. But, um, you know, that's really what kind of pushed me to uh, begin this journey and bring awareness to mental health, as well as even promoting positive reinforcement on my um, social platforms. Uh, Because, you know, like we were saying, uh, you never really know what somebody's dealing with.
0: Yeah, and I'm sorry for your loss there with your friends, but everyone out there, you are not alone. He's here to use his voice, use his story to help empower people so that mistake doesn't happen again. You know, too many people take their lives and it's unfortunate we can't get them the help they need. Brian's out here again. He's created a resource called The Wellness Check. Stick around to the end of the episode to find out more. How to get in touch with Brian. Use his resources. What works for some doesn't work for everyone. Some people like these podcasts. Some people like the books. Some like videos. You name it. There is something for you out there. There are resources, phone numbers, text numbers, you name it. But Brian... It isn't easy to maintain our mental health, especially as we get older. There's a lot of things we battle on a daily basis. What are some of your favorite things to do for your mental health to improve that, whether it's short-term or long-term?
1: Okay. um, Some of the things that I like to do uh, would be uh, indulging in my hobbies, which is playing sports, gaming, reading, writing, uh, using my creativity, you know, for making music. Uh, Also, designing clothes. Uh, These are some of the outlets um, that help me short-term. Um, Also uh, working out, praying, meditating, um, following through with some of my endeavors. These are like my daily activities that um, help me stay positive and healthy through my day to day. My long term, I would say is building genuine uh, relationships, interactions with different people or connecting with the youth, traveling to learn about different cultures, expanding my perspective and knowledge. And also um, trying to leave a positive impact, uh, which some would call leaving a legacy. Um, Using some of my short-term goals as baby steps that ultimately lead me towards these bigger aspirations or projects is kind of the blueprint for me. For example, making music as an outlet for myself. um, As a result, building up a following or connecting with other younger artists and being able to be a resource or a mentor for them, it gives me a sense of fulfillment.
0: Absolutely. I mean, everyone out there, we are all creators. Some people... Create with words like myself with books. Some people create with words and become artists in the music field and creative activities, everyone being creative. It calms our body, it calms our brain. Something just like meditation. something i bring up in Mr. Lancey talks mental health. I love what you're doing with the kids. What are some things you're working on with them right now or, or what you have planned and what do you got going on with the kids?
1: Uh really, I just go to kind of mentor them, uh, tell them how important school is, um, and kind of just say that um you know a lot of the things we see on tv like with celebrities it's not that's not re- that's not really reality and um you know like just to choose kind of just think for themselves that's my main thing that i try to uh promote with them but definitely with music basketball and um hopefully we can get this book you can help you know you're helping me with, with the book yeah. yeah you know start talking to them within uh, in school about that yeah, we're
0: going to talk about that once this episode ends 100% get you on track for that book. And it's just great what you're doing. I mean, school isn't for everybody post high school. But when you're younger, it's important to set that example. Because when we're younger, a lot of tendencies seem like they're the good idea, the cool thing may not always be the best thing. And a lot of people fall into different traps. And the thing with schools, it does create that work ethic, that discipline, at least when you're younger, we're whether, whatever job field you take, you put that hustle into it. You're doing it with music. You're grinding around the clock. You work for these Fortune 500 companies. But thank you for sharing all that. I look forward to seeing that book start getting into progress and get it out there into the world so you can make a bigger difference when you're on your way. But I think now it's a great time to hop into this spotlight story. It is from the Jed Foundation. You can follow along in the show descriptions with this link to learn with us. It is called How Music Can Improve Your Mental Health. And the author is Alexandra Frost, where she started out. Since her grandfather died five years ago, Casey Clark doesn't go a day without listening to music. It helps her with cope, it helps her cope, excuse me, with the grief, depression, and symptoms of PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder from seeing him in the hospital bed before he passed. When her symptoms flare, she listens to Michael Buble album because it was the last present she gave her grandfather and they shared many happy memories listening to it. So maybe taking ourselves back to a place that makes us happy is a good way to escape some of the stresses in life. I learned that teen and young adults' years have long been known to be the most pivotal in developing a personal taste in music. And for many, it's that time that music matters the most. The average teen spends 2.5 hours per day listening to music and over half a young adult's ages 18 to 29, report streaming music every day compared to 24% of all adults. And those are big numbers. And the good thing is music can be a great way to take care of your mental health. Music can be distracting and lower your stress. Here we have a quote. Music serves as a temporary distraction from the symptoms of mental health issues, says Clark. In fact, research has shown that it can lessen the impact of depression and anxiety where a study done in 2019 found that college students who listen to classical music every day for two months lowered their levels of anxiety significantly. And I can attest to that. When I wrote my first book, Left 4 Dead, I would listen to Mozart. Mozart was what I, I did my research. I found and it put me in a groove. And that book was like 70,000 words before cuts, by far my longest book. And that put me in a zone, <laughs> helped me relax, de-stress. And of course, anxiety is something that was a part of my life and still is. I just have now found ways to work with it. Music can help you feel your feelings. When her clients are in a bad mood or managing difficult emotions about the current state of the world, Cook recommends putting on a piece of classical music here again, quote, listening to music that does not have lyrics attached to it lets the listener project their personal feelings and their personal struggle into the music. And some research has found that even listening to sad music can make you feel pleasant emotions, which might lessen the pain you are feeling or to allow you... To feel more safely than sad feelings we try to avoid. Something else we're going to talk, touch on here is how music builds community. Making music through singing or playing an instrument in school, in band, or with friends can connect you with a community of people who share a common interest. And even if you don't play or sing, or you can also find people who share your love for a particular band or type of music because feeling a sense of belonging to something larger than yourself is a proven way to improve your mental health. I mean, this article has so many good points. We'll even talk about how music can make it easier to talk about what's troubling you. You could try it alone or with a friend or loved one, but bring up the lyrics on your phone. Listen to the song. Marker highlight words and sentences that stand out to you. Listen to the song again, pausing it at the marked places and discussing or thinking about how those lyrics spoke to you and how you relate to them. Listen a uh, final time, reflecting on your new appreciation of what the song means to you and your friends. I mean, there's a lot of great points here, Brian. As a music artist professional, what are some things you take away here? What's what can you add for our audience?
1: Well, I definitely uh, checked out that, that article prior to, <laughs> prior to this uh, podcast, but I would definitely agree. Um, music is definitely something that I use to help me with you know with my mental health, and um, I would I would suggest. Um, you know, kind of the, I, like, I don't want to tell people what to do necessarily, but um, I think that uh, the wording or the lyrics, I should say, the lyrics is something that is definitely, like, definitely plays a role in, in um, you know, how did somebody, I guess, they, they programmed or their mental health. So it's like, uh, I would, you know, if somebody's kind of down or depressed, I would suggest listening to, like, classical, classical music or um, some kind of uplifting music, you know?
0: It's crazy because I never really put two and two together about the music without lyrics until mm-hmm. I tried it myself and how powerful it was. And um, growing up in New York, rap music was the main music we listened to. Yeah. And <laughs> that is great for many reasons in the gym, all these things, but there are certain times where lyrics are very powerful. And if you're trying to be in a certain zone, Having the power of your brain do the work. You have Mozart's on, you have Beethoven, these classical jams where I find myself just getting to such a rhythm and calming myself down. And you're about to really start kicking off your writing journey. So I'm interested to see how it works for you because that is something that truly does wonders for me. We all have our systems in place for whatever we do. And for me, when I get started, now that we just finished book six, as we record this, is going to school launch day. Classical music has played such a big role in it as far as efficiency, not wasting time all over the place. And I'm going to share a bunch of my secrets with you once we start working together. But thank you for all this great feedback. Be sure to stick around to the end because you won't only find out how to learn about Brian's wellness group, but you'll find out how to learn more about his music, see everything he's up to, and of course, stay up to date with his upcoming book. But Brian, what is one piece of advice you have for all of our mental health listeners out there who may be going through a tough time right now?
1: Okay um something uh I would say is um to try to prioritize yourself like you know that. maybe maybe like take a me day once a week where you just spend time with yourself and do things you enjoyed as a kid um you know the quiet the outside noise of the world a lot of the times we are in a routine or a cycle that is externally driven and it could be very draining on top of our personal life experience so it's like you know you get two days off and then um from work and then on those days you kind of got to Fit all in, you know, all your errands and all the business that you can't really take care of while you're working, mm-hmm. and that could be very draining. And then, um, you know, we get overwhelmed by adulting, you know, the millennials. But um, there are times that um, you know, there's times that you want to interact with your loved ones, your friends, your friends and family. But you know, sometimes we have to just take some time to nurture ourselves first. And um, you know, that's kind of oh, the other thing I would say too is to um, you know, try to uh, well. I will use it for example, um, Yeah, please. somebody, uh, you know, somebody going out and, um, on, and, you know, partying, drinking or smoking weed. You know, that's something that I used to do a lot. But, um, you know, obviously in moderation is OK. I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do. But, uh, you know, it's, it's like that's, that could be an escape. And it's like instead somebody could really just be investing um, resources and building a life that they feel like they don't need to escape from, giving them more freedom to do what they want, you know, like following their dreams.
0: A lot of great points there. I loved highlighting the mental health day each week, taking a day or at least a half a day to just do something you truly enjoy. For me, it's usually the Jets, which isn't always good for my mental health, as I say, because they <laughs> usually do take the L. But for me, get, you know, my cheat meal, I'll get some wings. I'll watch the game usually even alone and just sit there and just that's what I enjoy. And you made a great point there. Building the life you want to build, uh, not escaping things. As we get older, escaping things only gets us so far we have to deal with reality. And I know tons of people who won't spend $100 or $200 on a course or um, on a lesson plan online or, you know, even say for real estate, our example, or for speaking, there's plenty of courses out there, drawing classes, something to make you better, but they'll go spend 100 or 200 at the bar, no problem. Mm -hmm. And see, that's something that we grow out of when we're younger. Some people don't. But someone like you, huge aspirations. You're on your way. I could see how you say prioritizing things because you're juggling a lot. You're finding ways to balance it. So I really do give you commendment of how far you're coming, man. You're doing a lot of work. And I know your music has been taking off. So we're about to find out how to find you there. But before we sign off with Brian and learn all of his contact info, let's shed light on any area relating to mental health that you like.
1: All right. Um. So something I used to do with my wellness, my wellness group is um, I would have you know, the members say a positive affirmation every time we would meet up because I, um, I would like to try to reprogram them uh, to, to think more positively. Um, to you know, see, In life, we could either see the glass as half empty or half full. Yep. Um, and so I would think as well that our mindset determines our outcome. You know, yes. so if you have a positive mindset, then you can have positive outcomes. And um, you know, the last thing I just want to leave off with is um, this quote that really had a strong impact on me by Marianne Williamson. Um, you know, it's been in a couple movies, and it's pretty much our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, "Who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous?" Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Um, your, your playing small does not serve the world There's nothing enlightened about shrinking So other people won't feel insecure Around you We are all meant to shine as children do We were born to manifest the glory of God That is within us It's not just in some of us, it is in everyone And as we let our own light shine We unconsciously give other people permission To do the same As we are, liberate, as we are liberated from our own fear Our presence automatically liberates others That's it
0: Something I try to stress as well as fears, they seem like they're real, but they are just an illusion. There's always going to be fear. The itty bitty committee in our head, we're not good enough. Fears of we're not worthy enough. We're not supposed to be doing this, but everybody else felt that way until they finally did it. You have to start somewhere. If you don't start, you'll never get there. I mean, if I go back to my early podcast episodes, they make me cringe because I sound like a robot. I'm just so systematic and all these things. But if you don't get those reps in and practice, just like anything else, you'll never get better. I think everybody out here can relate in maybe in a different area that once you do something one time, it's not as hard as the second time. You feel a little more comfortable getting out there. So I appreciate you setting that advice out there, Brian. Now let's shed light on where we can find you all things about your music, the wellness check group, anything else you have going on.
1: Okay. Um, Right now I'm just going to give my Instagram is home already. Uh, my twitter's home already two times so i was home already with the like number two and x um i'm on apple music spotify um you know title all of those things just look up Brian kelly and um let me see the the wellness group is on clubhouse you with I, I can't remember what my name is on there actually. i'm gonna have
0: you send me all the links before your show comes out that way i can just copy and paste them right into the thing because i think what you're up to is great is there anything else you want to share before we sign off brian
1: No, bro. I just wanted to say thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much. I'm glad that we were able to cross paths. And, um, you know, I learned so much from you, honestly. And, um, you know, I keep inspiring us on your journey, bro.
0: Right back at you, man. Keep up the great work. And everyone out there, be on the lookout for this book. It is going to be some work we're putting in together, but his book is going to come out. He has a passion for helping out the mental health fields. And everyone, I am at Vincent A. Lancy. The show is at a mental health break on all platforms besides Instagram, where I've condensed to just at Vincent A. Lancy, because until I get full-time help on these socials, it's just too much for me to handle. But until then, be sure to check out my latest book, Going to School, the official book for toddlers that will teach them what it's like to leave their guardians for the first time. And that book is in English and Spanish. We're signing off here. Both of us here in Tampa, Florida on this episode. And until next Saturday, we are signing off, Brian. Thanks again. you.